At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. On the way to the top floor. I ain't selling out though, but I'm on the way. Got a lot of room as the motivate. Hold all the moves, I'm a to play. On the way. Motivation for all the real ones, On the way. On the way to the big check. You ain't know I'm up next till I'm on the way. You ain't take risks cause you too afraid. I'ma just eat till I'm overweight. On the way. On the way. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. I'm your host, Xavier Miller. I'm sitting here with my co-host, DK, as usual. Hey, everybody. And today, we have a very, this is going to be a very special episode, another one. And we have a very special guest. She's a founder of Quality Development, LLC. She's a real estate developer, an entrepreneur, and she's doing huge, huge things. And she's from uh, the Seattle area. Uh, Her name is Kay Cole. (laughs) <laughs> how you doing hey, y'all. how you doing i'm doing well i'm doing well i appreciate the opportunity most definitely we appreciate we you appreciate... being on the podcast definitely yeah we definitely appreciate you and we was uh chopping it up a little bit before she started just uh uh just talking about the foundation on what she was doing prior and all that so just to let the people know like so how how what got you started like on your financial journey I'm sorry, I didn't hear what you said. Prior to <laughs> I said, journey. I said, like, what got you started on your like financial journey? Oh, what got me started? Um, truthfully, my father. Um, my entire life, my dad has owned properties, okay. um, and so he always encouraged me, you know, to get into real estate. Like he's he bought his first house at 19. Um, and so he always told me like, someone's always going to need somewhere to live. So Mm -hmm. you need to get involved. Um, and so for me, it was like seeing him always own homes, like renting them out to people. Um, he even had like a halfway house for men getting out of jail, get their life in order. So real estate was around me. Like all of my great aunts and uncles, they all own their own homes. So it was in me, um, like I, I even worked for a construction company. I think I was like 19. I was the only woman in there, the only black woman, especially. Um, and then I also got into escrow. Um, I was like an escrow assistant before the, um, market crashed. And then of course they did layoffs. And so, um, I was done with real estate Um, but I always had a hand in it. Like I helped, um, my dad like collect rents. Um, like I said, we've always, my dad's always owned properties. So it was in me. It was just a matter of really finding my niche. Like Mm -hmm. what could I do to be successful? That's different from what everybody else is. Right. That makes, that that makes a lot of sense. And it's crazy because, well, no, it's not even crazy. What's dope is you had like a foundation set with your father and that's a that, that's a great thing that we definitely need more in our community because mm-hmm. like us we like first generation into this like my parents they weren't they weren't like super financially literate literate and into like owning things and yours probably same, same. so it was like we we could have learned so much at a faster pace and so much more if we was like second generation into it and with you having like the advantage of that I pretty that's that's definitely something that's super dope and now you could. Your kids will be the third generation, so they'll have even more, like two times as much knowledge. So that's crazy. Right. <laughs> it's great to see like that. Um, like your dad was already doing it, but a lot of the people we talk to, especially in real estate, all have that mindset now, where I'm doing all this so I could pass all my homes and all my properties onto my kids, and they could do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Yeah. That's generational wealth is definitely the goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to you know, be a, um, a leader in the community because, you know, being a Seattleite, um, our, our community, the black community is very small 
and you know being able to be in this position is is truly an honor um because so many of us have been displaced so it was all a matter of like i said finding my lane and Mm -hmm. then dominating and so when i when i kind of started i was being pushed into like be a realtor you know get your real estate license because everybody who says they want to be in real estate they want to be be a realtor realtor. yep <laughs> uh, that, that, wasn't, that wasn't my goal. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's funny. That's, so how how long have like you been like actively investing in real estate, like buying properties and stuff? Um, said- I've been actively um, investing in real estate for probably three years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've been developing for five. Okay. I've been investing for probably three. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've like invested in people's flips. I've also invested in my own development. Like my first project was a six home development that I built. And so I invested in that, um, and ended up selling all of the homes except for one. And then I actually moved into the last home that I built. Okay. So, so, um, how did, like, how does that process work for you to start your own development? Like, what did you have to do to even get to that point yeah, to what, be able to do that? That's what, that's, that was about that's to be, amazing. That was going to be my last question. I was going to be like, so what, like, ex, like, explain quality development in your company? Um, <laughs> wow. To be honest, I, I really got thrown in by my dad, to be, um, honest. Like, he... He had bought some land and was like, hey, you know, we should do something with it. He didn't really know what to do, but he knew we needed to do something with it because obviously the money is in the land. Mm -hmm. And so I really like jumped in like feet first and um, just started learning about it. Like I didn't know anything. So I literally would like go to City Hall, ask questions. Um, I had a a friend that was um, like a top realtor at the time. And so he dealt with a lot of investors. And so I would kind of shadow him sometimes, listen in on like his conversations, did a lot of reading and really just learn from trial and error, to be honest. Like I didn't have really nobody, you know, telling me what or how to do it. I had to just learn on my own, like trial and error, doing it and if I make a mistake learning from that um read a lot Jay Morrison like he's like one of my mentors in my Mm -hmm. head so I (laughs) followed him and um educated myself on just the different aspects and really just got into it and um I started like project managing so I was like um managing like the vendors I would get um I would manage like the excavators and all of the people that were doing like the groundwork. Um, I did all of like the hiring. I did all of the purchasing. So I, I honestly did everything like from the groundbreaking to the underground utilities to the foundation on up um, just to learn that process because, you know, obviously being in development, it's, it's like a wide range of everything. And so you want to know a little bit about, all of it um so that you have like a better understanding of how it all works how to be successful and then how to um implement that into doing other things like building homes demoing them remodeling um so i just i learned on the job like my four years learning that was really like my bachelor's like waking up every day I was also working too in corporate America so I would go to work get off work go to my site I would leave work go there um so it was really just like a a huge juggle um and then just wanting it and knowing that you know I have to sacrifice now in order to get ahead Mm. and it it paid off tremendously Mm. how long did it take for you to um like finished like how long did the entire project take um so the entire project took around three years um from start to finish and that was including like waiting on permits Mm -hmm. the city of seattle is so behind so um it takes a very long time but from you know getting the groundwork in to subdividing the land to getting the permitting um 
everything in to build six homes, it was like a three-year three year process. Great process. That makes sense. And uh, I know you brought up how you was uh, working a job prior to that. So, like, what was the point where you was like, all right, I'm leaving my job? Was it you just, like, making enough money in real estate? Or was it you like, no, I, I feel like I have to leave to put all my attention into this? It, it was a mixture of both. Like, I had a plan. So I was working, and my plan was to leave there and do this full time. So... I just um, put together like a plan, like to do something every day to move me closer to my goal. And then it was coming a point in time where I was like, okay, you can't straddle the fence anymore. Right. So you either need to, you know, jump all in or just continue to, you know, just get by. And I was doing well, but it's like you can't really truthfully succeed unless you put like your all oh, into it. And so. I gave myself like six months <laughs> and then that time came and I was like, no, I'm not ready. Okay. I'm going to give myself another six months. <laughs> and then the new year came and I was like, you know what? I, if I don't make a choice now, it's just going to continue to be put up. So mm -hmm. I had January 1st had came and I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave by my birthday, which was in the summer. And so I ended up building like two homes and getting them like completed and I was like you know what enough is enough like I have more than enough experience um I had enough money um and I wanted the freedom so I was like I I gotta quit you know straddling the fence and just do it and I put my two weeks in About. and I left and I haven't looked back since it'll be a year next month that I've been <laughs> retired from my nine to five and wow it's, it's been a beautiful journey, like, of learning and growing and um, networking, mm -hmm. like, meeting dope, dope people yeah. and building quality relationships has been extremely beneficial. I, I already know. And another question I had was, so when you told your job that you were leaving, was it like, uh, were they discouraging you to do it? Because I, I know how it is yeah. when you tell people, like, yo... I'm not about to do this. I'm out. And they like, cause they, 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 their vision is not as big as yours. And they, so like it's programs working nine to five. They look at you like you crazy. Like you're not going to even make it. Was it like that coming? Was that, was it like that with you? Um, honestly, I didn't really tell them what I was doing. So for that reason, because the people that I did tell me, they were like, Oh, well, why would you want to do that? Or, mm -hmm. you know, you know, it's, um, a risky industry, but, mind you these were people that were twice my age so i'm looking at like the now in the future whereas those people were just focused on the now like we're cool with having a job so we just gonna get by me mm -hmm. i'm young i'm kidless so i'm like okay where am i gonna be at in five years nowhere if i stay here exactly. so um the people that like a couple of my friends that i worked with i told them and they were extremely supportive but I didn't really tell, um, like, a lot of people because of that. And I, I didn't want to allow them to discourage me. So I kept it hush-hush. Wow. And, and when, I, when I put in my notice, people were, like, shocked, you know, because I didn't really Say inform them. Right. And I feel, like that's, that's, I feel like that's the smartest way to do it anyway. Yeah, that's how I, well, I, I did it. I didn't tell, like, my job exactly what I was going to do. But I was in the military, so I knew, like, probably three years before I got out that I was getting out. So every time somebody would ask, I'd be like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. And then as it got closer, I was like, yeah, I'm getting out to do X, Y, and Z. And for a whole year straight, I had to deal with so many people trying to talk me out of it every single day. But I stuck to it, and I got out, and I'm happy with my decision. Yep. So liberating, isn't it? It is. It is. <laughs> It's like, especially because when you're in the military, that's a whole different type of no freedom. So yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> to get out and, like, I can, like, do whatever, do whatever I want. want do. It just, it feels so amazing. It's priceless. It's yeah. priceless. Mm -hmm. That was my motto. Liberation is the goal. And as soon as I, I left, man, I, I kid you not, I really hit the ground running, like, full speed. <laughs> that's the, the that's the best if way you to do it. do it. You got to go all the way in. You mm -hmm. can't just half ass it. Mm -hmm. So right. so with you with you uh, being a woman in business and real estate, do you feel like 
there are advantage that's a is an advantage to that or does it make it harder what do you think um honestly i feel like it's it's a mixture of both mm-hmm. like obviously there are disadvantages because i i stand alone most times so um i don't have like a group of women you know around me that i can draw strength from or bounce ideas off of so in that instance it it can be a disadvantage because it's just me mm-hmm. and this is a male white male driven industry mm-hmm. so obviously <laughs> it makes me a minority mm-hmm. um but there are there are also a lot of benefits um, because I'm a double minority, so I'm a woman and I'm a black woman. And so in my city specifically, there are a lot of um, opportunities, programs um, that will help um, advance me. And so it's just a matter of um, utilizing those resources. Like they mm-hmm. want you to be labeled as a disenfranchised business or a minority business, woman woman minority business and so if you subscribe to those then yes there are a lot of advantages if you don't then you're pretty much you know building stuck to build it yourself and so um that's what I was doing at first because I didn't know about a lot of the opportunities um I didn't I didn't really know until I linked up with like a business development consultant and then she started putting me on to game like, hey, there's this organization. Hey, there's this meeting. You need to go there. And um, then once people started seeing like, oh, there's, you know, this is what you're doing. This is who you are. Then, of course, they start pushing stuff at you and telling you about different opportunities and then me getting into those spaces is like okay I want to open this up for others because mm-hmm. yes yeah, a great opportunity but I don't want to be the only black woman here you exactly. know what I'm saying? I don't want to be the only black person here so exactly. it's it's a it's a mix to be honest like I was at, at first I was you know feeling the type of way like man why do I have to identify as a black business or a minority or disenfranchised but if they're going to categorize me as that and um, allow me to excel in those areas, then why not utilize them like they're going to utilize me, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, it's been, it's been a great journey. Um, I did a lot of it without people's help. And so now that I've established myself and am comfort, comfortable and confident in what I'm doing, now I'm like, okay, let me take advantage of these opportunities and these different programs so that I can elevate my company, but also open doors for other minorities to get in, you know, behind me. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's that's so dope that you're doing all that because I have like I think I have like an interest, interesting take as far as like uh, like what I see a lot of women doing right now because what you doing uh, uh, big things in the real estate industry I feel like in our culture right now is like women they just think like the only thing they can do a business is sell hair sell lashes or you know what I mean like, like t-shirts not to say there's anything wrong with that. Or sale like, homes. Right, 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 right. Not to say there's anything wrong with that, but it's like, right. I feel like the bigger picture is like having, like, you could do more than, you could do more than that. You could go into mm-hmm. other industries that's even male dominated. You could dominate those industries as well. Like, I don't know yeah. if it's fear. I, I really don't I know what it is. fear unknown, afraid of penetrating those other spaces, you yeah. know, because it seems easier to just like sell hair and all like I sold hair for like maybe a couple months and I realized quickly this is not for me like right. I need to do something <laughs> different <laughs> once I start getting into real estate and all that like I'm like all right I like this this is my lane but I'm still trying to find exactly you know where I want to yeah, um, my niches yeah. but yeah like a lot of people who reach out to me about starting a business it's always hair lashes lip gloss like I'm like think bigger like, like you, you know yeah. they do something bigger than this yeah Right. Yeah, no, I I definitely agree. And that that was um, one of the reasons why I wanted to hit it from this side, because like you said, it's like if you shoot higher than expected, you you may land, you know, on the moon, but Mm -hmm. you got to shoot further than Mm -hmm. what you know. And so, like I said, I could have just been a real estate agent. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but there's so 
much more to real estate than just buying and selling or even developing. And that's what I love about real estate is that there's so many ancillary businesses that come Mm -hmm. up under it. It's a huge industry that Mm -hmm. people, especially us, we aren't taking advantage of. And being up here, you know, seeing it is because there's developments going on every day, all day here. Like our whole entire black community which was the cd the central district was like 90 percent black you know we we could only live in that area due to redlining and um stuff like that whereas now it's like three percent black and it's frustrating because it's like we didn't have all of the resources or the education you know that's available now to keep our homes or you know the the drug epidemic mm-hmm. wiped out a lot of people. So then if, if somebody comes to them offering them a hundred and 200,000, you're going to take you're it, take you know? It. Mm-hmm. So it's for me, it was like changing, changing that narrative, especially in my city, because it's, it's developing going on all over gentrification all over. So I'm like, why not get in on it and take advantage and open up doors for my people instead of just getting in wiping out um communities and going on about my business like i'm from Mm -hmm. here so it affects me more personally than most investors that aren't from here they're just buying um you know to profit which you know i'm in business to make money as well but i also want to help um my community because we're the ones that are disenfranchised and losing like Mm -hmm. rapidly Rapidly, it's, you can't even explain how fast it's happening. And with you saying all that, that that's I have a, like a really good question that I, I often have like a debate with people about. And it, it is like, as we like people, you growing and becoming successful. And do the, do you think it's an obligation that you like go back into your community and help your community? Do you feel like people should be obligated to do that? Because me personally, I feel like. It's like each one teach one. I feel like it should be an obligation. Yep. You should feel like it's an obligation to look back and help the people because everybody's not as fortunate as you. But some people, right. they're like, it's not, it's, it shouldn't be all on you. So what do you think about that? I mean, honestly, I I feel that way. I definitely feel obligated, um, especially here because I'm from here. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, I have um, seen people personally that have lost lost out in multiple ways um and then seeing these big developments happening and there's no minority contractors on site it's like it's just wild so for me i definitely feel an obligation to my community because i'm doing essentially what the other developers are doing but i'm not doing it at our our disadvantage like my first project I built affordable homes and in the city that I built them in, it was cheaper than in the city of Seattle. Like had I built them in Seattle, they would have been twice the price. Mm. So I'm thinking like, okay, cool. These is going to be affordable. I'm going to be able to get some of my people in. And it still wasn't even affordable for our people. Like I only sold my first home. I sold to a couple, um, they were black and the rest I did not and nothing was wrong with that I'm glad that they sold but it really just opened up my eyes even more to see the disparities like Mm. it's one thing to see it personally but on a professional level like being a developer and seeing all of the um, disadvantages that we're facing it just it really touched me to want to stay in this business and to continue to build and um, try to link arms with other people so that we can, you know, make these changes and take advantage of the opportunities that we have. So I definitely feel an obligation. And sometimes, like, people will say, like, you don't have to do that or, right. you know, it, it's, it's not your job. But I, I feel like it is. Like, I, I would never want to become, like, so wealthy and just forget about my community. You're right. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And, like, I'm not saying that I owe them anything, but I definitely feel... Well, no, I'm, I'm going to take that back. I do I do feel like I owe them, in a sense, to um, at least educate them on what's going on. I'm not saying that 
I'm going to um, make them do anything, but at least put the education out there and, you know, make people aware of what is available to us. Mm -hmm. And then if you drink the water, great. If not, not, that's on you. But all I can do is lead you and hope that you take heed. Exactly, and that's what that's why that's why we do shows like this and bring people like you on, so you could give that game to the people that's listening. Because I always say, like our our community, in my opinion, we don't really have a like a a a, a money a, pro, a income problem. It's like an educational problem. It's Agreed. Just, <laughs> we don't really Agreed. know because most of us we making decent money to the point where we could build wealth. We just don't do it. Right. It needs a major shift in mindset and spending habits. Mm -hmm. That, and I also think that we need to um, unify. We Mm -hmm. have to unify and utilize each other. Like, Mm -hmm. it's so many of us trying to do it on our own or self made, but you could get so much farther linking with people and running. And this past weekend was a perfect example of that. Like I put together this real estate investor tweet up in Houston and there were people that came out from all over. You know what I'm saying? We, we met on Twitter and we showed up, linked, networked, shared ideas, education. And now I have 16 new friends from different parts of the country that want to build, that want to grow and want to do things. And so it's, it can be done. It's just a matter of unifying, educating ourselves, working then, together. Working together. And that's, that's mm-hmm. facts. And, and, and that was so dope what you guys did. Cause I was, I was, uh, I was talking to Brandon. I just like connected with him recently and I was talking oh, to him. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was talking. I, I was talking to him while he and he was telling me he was in Houston and stuff because he's uh he's actually mentoring me through wholesale. I never did a wholesale deal before, so he's oh, ment- dope. yeah he's mentoring me through it and just and like I had him. He was on the last episode, so just to have him like you know what he I was. mean, just just connected with different people and just how power just just shows how powerful social media is because because sometimes I feel like in our community, we, like I know I used to think like man, why it's not that many people that's doing. That's like like doing big things, yeah. but Twitter and and social media showed me that's not true at all. Because I've I've already Thanks. connected with so many people that's doing huge Thanks. things, and it's like damn. <laughs> yeah, it's social media is extremely beneficial mm-hmm. and powerful, and I tell people all the time like if you're not utilizing it to build connections, yeah. get money, yep. and um, like network, you're doing it wrong. All right. Exactly. It's a smartphone for a reason. Yep. Like, <laughs> like utilize it. Yep. You know. So yeah, that's 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 definitely fact. You want to, you know what I'm gonna say? That's definitely facts. I know I know I had uh, another. I forgot to mention this. I seen that you uh you a Leo. You are a fellow Leo. Of course. August August <laughs> I seen. The yeah, the definitely the best. My birth my birthday August nineteenth. And I see, I seen yours. Uh, I'm the sixteenth. Yeah, I seen. I seen. I'm like, oh shit. She, I'm like, that's that's cold. That's <laughs> Let cold. Let him tell it. Nobody compares to Leo. They don't. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They Hardworking. Yeah. Opinionated. Opinionated. Dedicated. Yep. Loyal. Loyal. Yeah. yeah. To a fault. To a fault. <laughs> exactly. To a fault. That's very, very, very true. And uh, so, for the people that don't know, like, could you explain the difference between a real estate investor and a real estate developer? Um. You know, I've been I've been really thinking about that because a lot of people ask me and. I feel like the only difference is um, obviously the control, mm-hmm. but um, just being a person to facilitate and organize deals or organize um, groups of people together. So it's, for me, it's I the reason why I love it so much is because I have a lot of control. So <laughs> you know, being a Leo, yep. we <laughs> like control. Yep. So it's like being at the top. Um, looking down in a sense of just you know networking people um putting things together so um yeah the only only difference i see is really just the control and then just being able to facilitate whether it's deals putting people together like what i did this weekend it's like i developed relationships you know for other people Mm -hmm. and 
it goes further than just um, real estate. Like the development of the mind is like that's the foundation. That's everything. And so once you develop your mind, you develop yourself to operate at your highest self, then you can develop anything Mm -hmm. like anything land opportunities resources relationships you name it yeah are there any uh certifications or licenses or any like schooling or education you have to get before you become one um well see i'm also a licensed journal contractor as well so i got that um but i mean it's it is best to educate yourself um because a developer you you really want to know kind of everything that's going on but it also depends on what your focus is because I'm a hands-on developer whereas like I know other developers where they literally just orchestrate and facilitate things and that's it they're not hands-on so it I think it depends on what your goal is and so since I started out like with my own projects I had the opportunity to kind of see like okay I'm a project manager okay, now I'm a general contractor, I'm a builder, I'm a developer now. So for me, it was um, definitely educating myself, um, getting a lot of hands-on experience, like learning on the job um, was was my best thing. So I definitely feel like you should educate yourself. Um, You can go to school, but not like to be a developer, really Mm -hmm. just be like business. but you don't, I mean, you can learn yourself. Like, what I learned on the job, I wouldn't have learned in the classroom. So, um, it's just been getting in there and doing it. Yep. Mm-hmm. But definitely, definitely educate yourself, like, mm-hmm. on, you know, your industry, obviously. Um, no, knowing the laws, the codes, because stuff changes all the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's 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 very that's very true. And another another question I have for you, like, so what? Like, this is a question I like asking people. Like, where do you, where do you as a culture, like, where do you think, like, we are like mentally as, as far as when it comes to economics? Because, like I said earlier, like prior to like really networking on social media, I was thinking like, man, we like fucked up. We do we real 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 bad. But then like when I, the more I connect with people like you. I'm like, man, we we not that bad, but I'm thinking like, are we just the real, real minority? Or right. like, I've so, been feeling like that too. Yeah, like, I'm like, what is it? What do you think? Um, it's it's hard to decipher because yeah. like you you'll look at certain areas like mm-hmm. Atlanta and you see like, oh, it's you know successful. You know, all these black folks are successful, but then like I look at my city and I'm like. There's not a lot of successful black right. folks from here. There are a lot of successful black people here, but they're transplants, so they came here for work. Right. right yeah. So it's 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 really it's really hard to say because, like you said, I felt like that as well. Like, man, where's everybody at that's doing something? But then I just linked up with people this weekend exactly. from all over that are doing great things. Exactly. So I don't know if it's just a matter of people not putting themselves out there um or if we truly are like the minority (laughs) i i hate to assume that but i'm i'm not even i'm not even sure one thing i do know is though that a lot there are there have been a lot of changes that have been occurring like in our culture um people starting businesses educating themselves working together and i think that we have a great start and so, like, we need to keep that rolling, keep that like, rolling. with having podcasts and having meetups and mm-hmm. opportunities for people to network and get to know each other and see, like, hey, there are other people doing, you know, what I'm doing or something similar. Um, but, yeah, that's that's a tough one. Like, yeah. I don't, think- <laughs> don't want to say that we aren't doing well, but I definitely want us to you know apply more pressure as yeah. as a unit because yeah. i mean even if there are people that are successful if we're so spread out and we're we're not unified how yeah, beneficial just, is it really to the culture you yeah. know right it's not it's not yeah. beneficial at all 
I think we need to keep like how you know we do our podcast and you know you promote what you do there needs to um that needs to continue from people like us because in our culture a lot of people think the only way to really make money is being having a talent as being far an entertainer. as being an entertainer or being right. an athlete and then you know a lot of those people in that industry don't really they're, they're, they really don't got it like that because it's an image. It's an image they got to right. uphold. So they get this false sense of making it and it pushes it on the youth to be like, you know, I need to do X, Y, and Z. I'm trying to be like them, but you haven't put in no real work. You don't have no real stability mm-hmm. to keep up right. with this lifestyle and a lot of them go broke. So me personally, I think, you know, people like us, like that's why a lot of people um, reach out to me because it's like you seen where I came from like I'm from the same town as you I'm only 22 and I'm you know I'm doing pretty well for myself so it's possible for you to take this route rather than you know rely on your looks or being an entertainer or being an athlete or something like that yeah. right <laughs> agreed no <laughs> I, yeah, I, be, I have people hitting me up a lot now too like um, you know what can I do to get started or how do I and Mm-hmm. My response is always like education. Mm-hmm. Like you have to educate yourself mm-hmm. on whatever it is you want to do. Um, mm-hmm. Like I can tell you, I did A through Z, but that may not work for you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying, or you may not be willing to sacrifice like I was. Exactly. So if you if you at least start with the educational piece, that's gonna that's gonna flip that switch in your mind to where. You're going to be like, okay, I can do anything. Now, it's just a matter of me sacrificing and getting uncomfortable. Like, Mm -hmm. most people don't want to be uncomfortable. They'll, you know, they'll stand in line for a club or some shoes, shoes. but they won't even read a book. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or they won't stand in line, um, you know, for a job. And so (laughs) it's like, you have to you have to educate yourself and think outside of the box. And that, that was my, that was my biggest thing was like getting out of my own way. Like we oftentimes we're our own worst critic, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Doubting ourselves or, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you have to have faith in you first, like period, have faith in yourself, educate yourself, you know, upgrade your mindset. And from there, like, any, anything is possible. Yep. Anything. 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 Like, I never would have thought that I would have been a real estate developer. I never would have thought that I could build six homes from the ground up. Like, I never would have thought that I could make more money off one deal that I made in a year in corporate America, you know? But I got uncomfortable. I sacrificed. Exactly. Like, I, I did things that I didn't want to do. I was working 12 to 16 hour days sometimes between my job building this business and my other side hustle so you you gotta get uncomfortable exactly. like i always say growth never grows in comfort zones and that's it's right. been proven yeah that's and facts and in this social media era we got a quick caring about what other people think of us and just yeah. do you that's what yeah that's what do i was about that's, yeah <laughs> like, it, but at the end you. of the day like people's gonna talk regardless like mm-hmm. if you're successful if you're not successful if you're happy sad people's gonna talk so it's like don't even don't even worry about that. Just yeah. use the fear, you know, to push you instead of hindering you, and you'll mm-hmm. you'll win. Yep, because that's 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 what I was going to say. Because to get to the level mentally where you where you, what you the level you talking about where you just doing you and not worry, you really gotta excuse my language. You really gotta get to a point where you don't give a fuck what people think about you. And I always say I I, I always say this. I'm like, you're not gonna get there if you always like stressing or caring like what this person gonna say what this yep. person gonna think you really gotta not care at all it like I don't, I don't care what you think about this as long as you doing as long as it's like not no morally wrong thing or whatever you gotta yeah. not you know what i mean you gotta not care what somebody else think about it like I'm yeah because doing- they're gonna be asking you in a year are you hiring exactly exactly but into uh but to get back into like the i want to ask you another real estate question so like what was your what was your like your toughest what would you say was your like toughest deal that you uh did during the real estate the the development the development like that that was tough because it was foreign to me and then there's so many aspects of Mm -hmm. development like most people think new construction they're just thinking about the home or the framing 
but you know, there's site prep, like there's pre-construction, like you got to get your groundwork ready before you can even put a foundation on it to build, you know what I'm saying? So that was the toughest because it was new for me, but it challenged me the greatest. So now like I know so much from that challenge. I've learned a hell of a lot. Um, and it's, it's caused me to be successful and to grow my business. So I'm thankful for the challenge. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was, it was tough, like not knowing how to submit plans or not knowing like what it's going to take to even put multiple homes on the lot. Like you got to get it subdivided. You know what I'm saying? You got to get it surveyed. You got to have, you know, engineer, an engineer, like, it's so many facets of it that you don't really realize until you're in it. Right. So wow. building, building a six home development for my first project, that was tough. It <laughs> like is. There was plenty of times that I wanted to give up and throw in the towel. But looking back, I'm extremely grateful that I didn't because I would, I may not be sitting here, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Which is that, that? That's super dope, man. Another question I, I always ask uh, people in real estate, and you don't have you don't have to uh, answer this if you don't want to. I ask, what was the the most you made on one deal? That development. That development. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah, that that development um, made me more money, like in that I that I could even make in a year. And you know, building a home, I usually like to take. 90 days so just think like i can make more money in 90 days than i can in 365 Mm -hmm. it's a no-brainer now granted it wasn't easy but i mean nothing worth it is so exactly and and, uh, another question is does experience like because i had i I had an experience where this was like a couple years ago and this was like the first with like the first time where i like i really knew like there's no way i'm gonna continue to work a job for my life i made like almost ten thousand dollars in like two days like doing nothing and like i i I say like experiences like that it makes you look at money differently so if you making all that would you making a big amount like that and you said 60 you said 60 days right 90. 90 days 90. 90 days that was it the same for you did it make you look at money differently like oh what? yeah oh yeah i mean honestly i've always looked at money differently because one one thing my dad always said was never go in debt like mm-hmm. he stressed that like so i was afraid of that to be honest like i never wanted to owe anybody exactly. so i i already had like a skewed point of view but then when you can, when you can make a lot of money in a short period of time for me it was humbling yeah. like to be honest because it just showed me like what? wow there really are like no limits exactly like, mm-hmm. you really can do anything but it's either we put limits on ourselves or other people do yeah. um and now it's like if money doesn't even move me like my first the the first opportunity i had to get my money i didn't even want it like i just rolled it back into my investments so i didn't really even see a profit for three years and that was my choice because i'm like i don't want to pull out the money and then do what you know burn through it or Mm -hmm. buy some stuff that i don't need so i was like nah i don't even want my money i just want to keep reinvesting it into the project and i did that and um it taught me a lot about myself like who who's really gonna do work and not get paid you know what i'm saying like most people aren't gonna do that and so for me it was just challenging myself and knowing like it's bigger than the money you know what i'm saying like i was yes i want to make money but the freedom and the opportunity superseded the the amount of money that i could even make oh my god that's man that's so i'm so glad you said that because just yesterday i was having like a little debate with somebody on twitter because i was talking about i don't even remember what i tweeted and it was it was about money and then he was like uh he he responded he was like what would like the whole point of you getting the money the whole point of you becoming rich and getting a lot of money is to buy a lot of expensive things so what are you talking about and i'm like what 
I'm like, I'm like, dude, that is not. That's that's just a that's just a small part of having it. But what I, me, how I feel is my main point of getting a lot of money is to get that freedom to be able to do whatever I want to do at all times and have unlimited yeah. options. It has nothing to do with material things because mm-hmm. I, I really could care less about it. It has nothing to do with that. But right, I'm, <laughs> and that's that's a mindset. Exactly, that's a millionaire mindset. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that, I mean, money comes and goes, and I mean, we all enjoy money. Exactly. But if you have happiness and you have the freedom to truly enjoy your life, like that's that's better than anything. Like I know people that are successful financially, but they don't have time to enjoy exactly. their money. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. if you're working seven days a week, like you, you can't even enjoy everything that you made, you know, whereas like entrepreneurs or business owners, like sometimes you can work two hours. Sometimes you can work eight hours. I still feel just as successful on my two hour days that I do on my eight because I know that one is benefiting me, you know what I'm saying? Two, like, I'm leveraging what I'm doing to set it up like that. So I don't have to work every day, all day. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's, that's a real important thing, too, because for many of us, for, after working a job for so long, when we become entrepreneurs, we think we didn't have a successful day if we didn't do eight, nine, ten hours. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're like, oh, man, I, my day was, I, I didn't do anything today because I didn't work this amount of hours where you forget, like, you was programmed to think like that from your yeah. job. That doesn't make exactly. you an entrepreneur working 12 hours a day. Exactly. Um, people, don't yeah, no. re- people don't realize that, fi- this kind of like a different subject, people don't realize that entrepreneurship and financial literacy should go hand in hand because you're not dependent on somebody to pay you. It's all on you. So you need to reinvest back into your your business first and foremost, and then you need to be saving your money because at the end of the day, something could go wrong, and you know that's all on you to make things happen. Yep, yeah. I agree. Yeah, that's. I agree. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I I, I I I I could see that a lot with people when they be when they first become entrepreneurs. They always talk about. Man, I need to put twelve. I need to do twelve hours a day. I'm like, yo, your job, right. your job programs you to think <laughs> yeah. like. Or team, no sleep. Right, team. Right. I'm like, what? That's the craziest <laughs> thing in the world to me. Like, I really despise that that mindset because it's like, first of all, you need good sleep to function. Mm-hmm. You're not like, you're like who you you can't move around constantly not sleeping. Like, you, <laughs> what are you really getting done? You can't mm-hmm. even. Right. Like, there's no clarity with your thoughts you or nothing. You need to work smarter, not harder. You don't exactly. need to do all that. That's that's that oppress that's that oppression that has been, you know, put on us is that, you know, we gotta work from sun up to sundown yeah. to be successful. It's like no, like, <laughs> that's why I quit that job because I'm not trying to do all that, you know? Like yeah, yeah it, entrepreneurship is tough and it is going to take, you know, hard work. But if you can build a, yeah. a solid um, system, mm, yeah, yeah, you you don't you don't have to you do don't have that. to do that. Yeah, like you you really don't. Like I see people all the time. Oh, entrepreneurship isn't every for everybody, or not everybody should have a business, but everybody needs to have a job. So everybody should have a job, but not yeah, everybody yeah. should have a business. Exactly. But mm-hmm. every job is a business. Like you're working for someone. Yeah. So yeah. it's just it's that mindset, like. Once we once we unlearn what we've learned and um, challenge ourselves mentally, yeah, shit will change. Yep, shit will change, and we just gotta lead the wave. Like, yeah, that's what I say. What we're doing, and um, you know, inspiring and encouraging others, and you know, they'll hop on, and if not, yeah, they'll they'll hop on. Like I, I was telling, I was having this conversation with somebody else. I'm like. It may just be me, I don't know, but I'm like I can see just a little bit the culture having more intellectual conversations and more like people want to be have ownership into things. I can see it like just on the grand scale, even with entertainers now. So it's like it's trickling down. I feel a little bit, but I feel like twenty, thirty, fifty years from now, hopefully it continues on to the point where it's just like that's what everybody's on. Yeah, it should be better because yeah. I'm like at this point. I mean, we haven't, we haven't made it divided so now we need to unify like mm-hmm. unify and build and it's been proven that it works 
you know, we we do have examples of us where we did unify and build, and it worked. Exactly. So we need to get back to that. Yeah, the, the, we do. We do. We do. I think. I think we're getting to that point. Not, uh we gonna probably wrap up in it because we've been we've been going on a while. I didn't even realize we was going this long, but that's how it happens when it's good conversation. It's like but, yeah, <laughs> but, it's but, organic. Uh, but what like so if someone wanted to like wants to start doing what you're doing, what would you advise them to? Will be the starting point. Like what should they look into to start on doing it? Um, the starting point would definitely be um, jumping in. Just jump at in. least to the investing side like okay. you know learn how to do a deal um educate yourself on you know the laws the codes um because those are extremely important and then if you can build like a solid um team around you you'll win because see it's it's hard for me to tell people like what they should do to get to what i'm doing for the simple fact that i do multiple things so it's like i don't just develop um so if somebody just wants to be a developer i mean start you know what i'm saying <laughs> start by developing yourself first mm, <laughs> develop that mindset, that mindset into wanting to um learn more about investing about real estate about business you know about credit like learning all of that is going to put you in position to do anything and then having a network i've noticed that that is key because you know if i have a network of people that i can contact like say if somebody hits me oh i got a a deal you know i'm saying on some land if i can't utilize it then i'll call somebody that i know who can and so building my network has been extremely beneficial and then just getting in and doing it like I don't, I don't want people to just stay on the sidelines, like get in, do a deal, whether it's wholesaling or joint venturing and seeing if you can do that rehabbing. Cause like building new construction, like it sounds, it sounds pretty, it sounds great. And it, it is, but you have to know the different steps. Like you got to have vendors, you got to have insurance, like you got to be bonded. So you know, making sure that your background is cool, your personal credit is cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of things on the back end that you got to have in order. Like, I had a friend that wanted to be a developer, but they couldn't pass a background check. You know what I'm saying? For something that was 10 years ago. And so now they're like, well, I hit a brick wall. No, you didn't. You just, you can't get licensed and bonded. So maybe look into becoming a project manager. Lincoln with a, a, a GC it just you know there's there's more than one way to do things it's just you know a matter of getting in and doing it wow see I didn't know that I thought I thought anyone could have just been a developer I didn't know they did like background checks I mean anybody can be a developer but I'm a licensed you know contractor, contractor. As well. okay. so it's like they it, it goes hand in hand because if I, I develop land I'm essentially the contractor as well okay okay so I'm hiring the people that are going to come on to it, whether as that's why I said earlier, most developers, they'll just put a deal together and then walk away. I'm, I'm hands on. So I'm the developer, I'm the general contractor as well. So I'm wow. doing it all. Wow. I love it. That, yeah, I love it. That's so dope. <laughs> so, so, so <laughs> Thank I, you. You, I know you got your uh, hands in a lot of things. So do you mind like going over like all the things that you like, all the titles you have? Um, so I'm a, I'm a developer, I'm a licensed general contractor, I'm an investor, and a builder. Mm. That is it's crazy. So it, it's like, it's like it's so dope to have this conversation with you because you're a woman and you're doing all this. Like, this is, and <laughs> a black woman, and this is not something that's, I've, I don't see this. Like, I don't, like, if I see somebody doing this, it'll be a male, he'll probably be a white male. Might be like a couple black males you come across, but to be a black woman doing this, it's like really amazing. That's why I'm like, man, yeah, th- we, we definitely you. need to bring yeah. you on the show. Like, definitely. Yeah, I seen a uh, a disparity and was like, I got to tap in and take advantage. Yeah. Because it's it's being done anyway. So why yeah. not, you know, get in on it? 
Yeah. And you leading by example. So, yeah, so I'm definitely inspired. Right, exactly. <laughs> you lead by example. Exactly. Yeah, that's all I want to do is inspire and encourage people to think outside of the box. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. like like I said, I, I never would have thought that I would have been doing this. And now that I am, like, I don't see myself doing anything there else. Because there's, there's so many different things. Like, under my development company, you know, I'm... Um, I'm going to have project management and cleaning and um, staging and then also like handyman. And so that's that's why I said like there's so many other things within the real estate industry that can be done. Like, I mean, we need home appraisers. We need inspectors. You know what I'm saying? Like people don't even think about that. No, but they don't. It's, I mean, anything that you're doing already you can bring into the real estate field. I mean, we need accountants, architects, attorneys, all of that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So engineers, you you name it. Take what you're doing. Like I was telling people that this weekend, like that had jobs, take what you're doing and do it for yourself or apply it to real estate. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And start your own. Take what you're learning on that job and put it into building your own. Mm. That's very, that's very mm-hmm. true. So, like, what uh, is your what, what is your goal with your uh, comp- company quality development? Like, what's the end goal? Are you looking for like people to connect with or anything like that? Yeah. So, my goal is to um, build my business to sustain here, so that I can go and build it in another um, city. Okay. Um, and so. Um, so right now I'm in the process of that, like building it to where I can just run it and not like, um, work it. And then once I do that, then I'm definitely trying to get like down South or the East coast and then open up there because there's not a lot of minority, um, developers and contractors in other places. Other places. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right now, like, I'm, my focus is residential, but I'm growing into, like, commercial and, and government contracts eventually. Oh, and that's yeah. the be- beautiful thing about being a minority and um, a woman is that they have millions of dollars, like, just sitting there that nobody's mm-hmm. tapping into that's because that. there's not companies, you know, minority companies to take advantage of, of the funds. So... It's 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 a lot of opportunities out here, a lot of money. Um, it's just knowing about it and mm-hmm. being able to have a seat at the table or, you know, amongst folks that know that are gonna share the information and knowledge. Yeah. <clears throat> doing your research. Doing the research. And that's like like she said, it's so dope. Which is you inst- not only you inspiring her, you inspiring me too, for men too that's listening to this <laughs> like Dang, this is like, yeah, that's 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 crazy, man. It's super inspiring. That's why I, I really love doing this show, because not only do we do we uh, get the chance to give out information, it's from from other people as well. We get to build a, connection. a, a connection and build like a relationship with the people that I bring on here, because I, I love meeting like minded people, and then like you know what? what I'm saying Ex- exactly that. And who knows, like you could end up potentially doing business together or anything. Oh, I was reconnecting. Oh man, but uh, uh, well, I don't even remember what I was saying. <laughs> you saying linking with like-minded people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like connect. Yeah, I, I just like connecting with people. And like, like I said, who knows? What we could pretend, we might connect on something one day. Who knows? But just having that relationship where. If it could be something where or somebody want to do business and I could connect them to you or you know vice versa or anything like Wise, that, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why I, I really I really love like having this platform and and giving being able to give back to people that's listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciate what you what you all are doing um, for the culture, for the community, for the people. Because mm-hmm. um, it's 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 so much like BS out there. Oh you my guys god! Are, like hitting on great topics you know mm-hmm. like i'm tired of hearing about pop culture and 
all that. Like, man. who cares about I'm, that? Like, yeah. this is my reality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, business, credit, real estate. Exactly. Like, that's where it's at. So mm-hmm. I appreciate you. Yeah, definitely. For what y'all are doing. Thank, thank you, thank you. That's but and I, and I feel the exact same way. That was one of the reasons we started this show. I'm like, I'm tired of just seeing us have a conversation about what this person entertainment yeah, doing. doing what, I'm like, why do y'all? Who cares? Yeah. That's the, cares? Like, what's that gonna do? What's that gonna do for for us? How's that gonna benefit my life? Exactly. So I'm like, I, let's talk about some some real stuff that could actually yeah. bring value to people's lives. Substance. Yeah, substance. Yeah. A, and, and, I, and I forget. I didn't even mention. I, I like you got your red, uh, green, red, and black flag back there. I pe- oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, in the unk. In a, culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's that. Let man. Black America get money again, man. Yeah, man, watch, man. Watch, watch how stuff start changing. Man, mm-hmm. you you, man. This 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 make me so. You already know this make me so happy because we, I've, I. Just talk, just talking to people. I, I, for a while, I feel like, man, I was like, like giving up on us as a culture. For like a couple <laughs> years ago, I was like really down, and just to like talk to people like you and B and other people is like it made me feel good again. Like <laughs> man, be okay. <laughs> like man, we right. we not we not as mad getting as emotional. Yeah, I just it made me get emotional. Like we not as we got hope. It gave me hope. Like all right, it's other people out here that's like this. That's how I felt about this past weekend. I just was, like, overwhelmed with just gratitude yeah. and joy because I'm like, how is it that I can get people from all over the country to come and link and we all on the same page? Like, we all yeah. have the same mindset. Like, we all have the same focus. Different walks of life. You know what I'm saying? We didn't we didn't know each other personally, but we communicate dang near every day on social media. And then we link up and it's like, as if we've known each other our whole lives and that's exactly what you're talking about it's like it's a culture of us out here we just got to continue to link, to link and build up mm-hmm. and you know show others that it's it's we can do it like we we really have the power to do anything yeah. it's just you know all in the mind we have the power and the money yeah. <laughs> so it's like why wow, like power, so. exactly so it's like we we supposed to be doing this on yeah. the on the on a big level. This, man, it's, it, <laughs> it made me so it made me super happy to see stuff like this. So I get I get geek when I'm talking to like other people because you know in every day, everyday activity you come across people. It's like they don't only really be talking about yeah. nothing. So it's like when you bubble talk to some, yeah bubble gum stuff. So when you talk to somebody that's talking about some real some powerful stuff, it's like. It make me hype, so I'm like, oh, right. man. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I yeah. appreciate you. Yeah, too, definitely, for sure. definitely. So, but uh, yeah, we are gonna get ready to wrap up. And before uh, we wrap up, is there like, uh, do, you, do you have like any like books or anything that people could look into to to help them out on the process? Um, any, would you suggest? Oh, would you suggest like, like any any it, like any uh, books or any informational things that people could use to like continue on their like financial journey? Well, that would help them. Uh, I, de- I definitely like, uh, what is it, the seven habits of highly yeah, effective successful. people. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that is a great, great book. Um, okay. And, um, of course, Rich Dad, Poor Dad yeah. <laughs> uh, is is amazing. But, yeah, I feel like people if should just change their surroundings. Like, follow people that are actually doing what you want to do. Um, you know, associate yourself with new groups of people that have may have different outlooks on life as you, but you can still learn and grow from. Um, you know, just diversifying your network is key. Mm-hmm. Getting out of that comfort zone mm-hmm. and just going for it. Like, don't wait on the sideline forever. Jump in, you know what I'm saying, and do it. Do it, just do it. That's yeah. <laughs> that's all you can really do. Yep. Just just dive you in. Don't don't be scared because you'll be waiting forever then. And uh, right, <laughs> opportunity even passed you by. Passed you by. You'll be <laughs> forty eight years old. Like oh no, nah, I think I'm gonna do it. Like man, you could right. you, you could have been did this twenty years ago. But uh, so for the <laughs> for the people who want to uh reach you, like where can they find you on social media platforms? Um, on Instagram, I'm Quality Development LLC mm-hmm. is my business page. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also on Twitter, uh, Too Beautiful T Zero Zero Beautiful. Um, yeah, and then I have a website, Quality Development Biz. Okay. Um, 
developing quality projects with you in mind. Okay. So. Oh man. That's me. You do you sell those shirts? I I definitely will buy one. Mhm. Yeah, yeah. I, de- I do. They on the website? Um, they're not. I actually brought these to the REI tweet up, and then I got the "Let Black America Get Money Again." Oh, damn. so they could either um DM me on Twitter or on Instagram. I'm gonna get them put on my website, but I haven't done that yet. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll uh, message you after we get done with this about getting one of those. But yeah, sure. we we definitely yeah. uh, definitely definitely appreciate you coming on, I'm, mm-hmm. and we are gonna definitely keep in touch with you. And if it's anything like if it's anything that you need, don't, feel free to hit us up to let to let us know. And we 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 willing like to do my, it definitely. We willing to work with you, do whatever you need to for pro, for progress, whatever it is. I appreciate it. Yeah, you, you guys are in. We in California. Cali. Yeah, we, uh, like near Sac. It's a we live in Roseville. It's like a city like right outside of Sacramento. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah. We we not. Right on. So you guys is close. Yeah, we close. Yeah. We not we not far. So if you ever in the area, feel free to hit us hit us up or if, I know. Yeah, what, we'll when, do. If you guys come up here, hit me. Yeah, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. Appreciate appreciate you coming on. Oh no problem. Thanks yeah. for the opportunity. Thank yes, you. Yeah, yep, yep. See, see you later. All right. Talk yeah. to you soon. Yep. Peace. All right, guys. That was another episode. We appreciate y'all. For listening, I feel like it was a lot of game, a lot of gems, and like I like I was saying, uh, she is definitely an example not only for women but for men as well. That we can we can do whatever we really put our mind to. So I hope you guys took something from that, and you could just you know continue to boss up as well. And so we're gonna wrap up. For you guys who don't know, you guys can find me on social media: Instagram Xavier C Miller, Twitter XEM Park Hill. And Deanna, you can give them your information. You can find me on Instagram, um, Facebook at Deanna Kent. Twitter is Deanna S. Kent. And if you haven't subscribed to our Millionaire Mindsets daily text subscription, you could do so by texting at the at sign M Mindsets to 81010. Again, that's at the um, at sign M Mindsets to 81010. And uh, don't forget, um, once you finish listening to this podcast, please like it, subscribe, rate it. Give us some, you know, feedback if you have any. And again, we appreciate y'all for listening. Yep, and that's all we got for y'all. See y'all next episode. Peace. On the way to the big check. You ain't know I'm up next till I'm on the way. You ain't take risks because you too afraid. I'ma just eat till I'm overweight. On the way. Oh, a lot of shit on the way. On the way. Doctors take Field of Greens for their own health. Here's Dr. Ryan Green to explain. We're like you, too much fast food, not enough exercise. That's why I take Field of Greens. The fruits and vegetables in Field of Greens support my heart, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism for weight loss. And Field of Greens promises your doctor will notice your improved health or your money back. Get 15% off with promo code HEALTH at fieldofgreens.com. That's promo code HEALTH at fieldofgreens.com. Product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.